0: Praise the Lord. You may be seated tonight. Let's give this great choir and musical people a great hand and clap of praise. And thank God for great worshipers tonight that knows how to be led by the Spirit of God. Amen. Aren't you glad that we got the best around? Oh, that's weak, church. Aren't you glad we got the best around? Amen. Let's act like it then. Amen. Praise the Lord. Good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. We're glad that you come. Took time out of your busy schedules to be with us in the presence of God. And tonight's Wednesday night, and tonight that we set aside to come and pray and to seek the Lord and just allow God to have His way in our services and in our time of gathering. And uh, we got a good crowd tonight, and we're just so glad that you're here. And and we're excited about God. and and what God's got in store for us tonight. And I want to talk about something tonight that I think is very needful. I think it's very needful in the house of God today. And man, uh, I've done a lot of searching over the last few weeks and probably the last couple months. My heart's been really burdened for America. It's really been burdened for his church. And it's been burdened, it's been very much Burden for the events that's happening in our world. And uh, Independence Day that we're here with yesterday brought a lot of that back up to my mind about, man, how we got here and how that God has placed us here and how that God has blessed America. Some people call America little Israel because God blessed America to pattern itself after Israel. And God said things after Israel that he put and planted. Matter of fact, the, one of the founding fathers said that America, when it gets established, will be a light up on a hill that cannot be hid. And I think that we have been a light to every nation around us today. I believe we've been one of the most prosperous, one of the most blessed nations in all the world. We got people that literally is dying right now to get into America. We got people that will cross the border with babies two, three months old, one month old, one week old that will go through a river to cross over and take a chance of that boat capsizing just to get across to a land that they think is full of freedom and liberty. Amen? And we, we live in America tonight, but our freedom is at stake. I see a lot of things unfolding around me in the United States. We are not united as we once was. We are divided by politics, parties and beliefs. And that breaks my heart because I believe that God wants to be one nation under God, indivisible and justice, and mercies, and graces to all people. I believe that God wants America tonight to look back and to remember where she come from. And I think the church needs to look back and realize where we have come from and why we're here today and what we're gonna do in the future. I'm gonna leave this world in a few years. I got more years behind me than I do ahead of me. If I'm here 10 more years from now, I'll be a blessed man. If I'm here 20 years from now, I'll even be a blesser man. But my days are being numbered. And I think, Lord, what am I leaving behind? What am I going to leave for my grandkids to follow and my uh, children that are still around to follow? What am I leaving behind or what are they going to have to face? See, I believe that Jesus said this, not this part yet, but I'm going to get to a part of what he said. But we are divided by politics and different things and I know it does God's and breaks God's heart. Jesus prayed before that they will be one just as we are one. As you and me are in me and I am in you, he said, Father and I am in you and I may I may that be in us so that The world will believe that you sent me. Jesus prayed before the death of all of us. I pray that they will be as one, just as we are one, and you are in me. Father, and I am in you, and I may be that they may be in us so that the world will believe. Not only did Jesus pray and die for us to be united, but his prayer was one of us wanted us to be united together as people of God. Those who are believers would be drawn, those who are non believers would be drawn toward God because we believe that who He is today and that we believe that He's a real God. Our country is in the middle of a great battle, and we know that the best way for us to battle should be upon our knees. We've allowed something happen in the 60s, and most of you, I was born in the 50s, 1958 to be exact. I was born in the late 50s and the 60s. There was a lady by the name of Madam Mohara that began to quarrel and fuss and fight that she wanted to take prayer out of school. Wasn't long that they passed that bill that prayer would begin to be out of school. Now, most teachers today in America, if they do, they can tell me about it in a little bit, but most of them don't sit in their classrooms and before the class starts, they don't get up with their hands and say, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. They don't no longer much do that anymore. Let alone does a teacher call the class to silence and say that we're gonna pray. Why? Because we've allowed the enemy of this world to come and still prayer out of churches. Well, see, the Bible said it's this little foxes that begin to spoil the vine. There happens to be another thing that happened. It wasn't long after that. Now we come into a place to where they decided that they do not want the Ten Commandments upon our courthouses in our schools. So what they begin to do is demolish all of that and say, listen, we no longer need the Ten Commandments. We don't want to be led by God. They're doing everything in their power now to try to take the coin in God we trust or the dollar bill in God we trust off of that. And they're trying to go with this other coin, Bicon and all that different things just so they can do away with God. We trust you. So we find that happens and not only was that a mess church, but then we found out that we come into a place where, where 60 million babies has been killed in America And then we wonder where God's at. We wonder about our independence and we wonder why things are slipping and why things are going backwards and why the Bible said that nation that forgets God, that he'll turn that nation into hell. I believe that America is a nation that is forgetting God. You can say what you want, you can believe what you want, and you can say, well, I'm a Christian, I believe in God. But as a whole, as a nation, we've allowed leaders to corrupt America, and we stood by and nothing's ever changed. And the Bible said, judgment first begins in the house of what? God. God looks to the church to be judged because we are the leaders of this thing that transpires in our government. It was never meant for the government to be in charge of the people, but it was we the people. Talking about you and I tonight, church, but we've allowed things to slip out of us. We've allowed things to happen tonight. But I believe that Bible says in 2 Chronicles 7, 14, and I love this scripture verse, and I believe that we quote it all the time. We say it, we do it, and then we, just, we, we sometimes just read over it. But he was talking to Solomon here. He said, then the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I have heard your prayers. Listen, God wants to hear the church's prayer.'" More than anything, God wants to hear our prayer. He said, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. When I shut up the heavens and there is no rain or I command the locusts to deliver the land of the sent pestilence among the people, if my people which are called by my name Will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. One of the prayers that was prayed in 2nd Chronicles and that was taught for us to pray was that, that, that we as a people of God that we would humble ourselves and that we would seek his face and that we would pray that God would just move by his power upon us and that God would just show up and let the will of God be wrought in our lives. I believe that God wants to turn America around. I believe that Somebody says, well, we're living in the end times, and and maybe we are living in the end times, but I feel like that we're in a more of a judgment state than we are the end time state just because of the way the things are falling, just because we've allowed the foxes of this world, the little foxes, Pulled down vines that they slowly pulled down, and all of a sudden, well, we don't think about it. He took, Mary, uh, took a prayer out of school. Well, uh, you know, we didn't raise much of a flag, and we didn't fight much about it, and we didn't say much about it. But then we just started allowing these other little things to pop up, and we just never got to a place where we stood up in the front and said, "No, we'll not allow America to go that direction." And because of that, we've allowed leaders to be in there that that don't know more know God than a man in a moon and, and now we're letting people in there that's got other gods and when you allow other gods to come into their country then you begin to be in trouble and so bear with me I'm trying to get somewhere with this and I, I, I know it sounds gloom and doom right now but I know there's a God in heaven that can change and transform everything tonight. Our country is in the middle of a great battle tonight, church. We're on a road to go to the right or to the left. And we've got everything that's happening around us that can make choices. We could either fight the good fight of the faith or we could allow it to continue to go the way of the Broadway. I'm choosing and I'm, I'm choosing earnestly that God will touch the lives of Christians all across America, not in this church just only, but in churches across the street. Uh, down the road, uh, down the next station, uh, down the next little city, uh, down the next little town, that the presence of God would just become to overshadow those places and there would become an urgency in the church uh, that we need to pray and turn this thing around. Uh, I'm telling you, church, we've got the keys to the kingdom, they say. We say that we've got the keys to the kingdom and that God could do anything. Well, if he ever does anything, we need him to turn America around today. Amen. If he ever does anything, we need America to be changed and turned. We need this country to turn back to where once God moved. I'm telling you, I was saved as a young man in my 70s uh, 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 and I, I didn't know God but I knew what it was like to feel the presence of God uh, and that Shekinah glory that would just kind of uh, ruffle your feathers and get all over you. I, I remember there's a time that I feared God about anything that was spoken in the church. Uh, somebody gave a message in the in tongues I didn't say well I know that person I don't think they got the goods uh, but back then I thought boy everybody that spoke uh, and gave a word from God that it was God himself speaking today uh, I would the church would get back to a little bit more fear of God where well, we would really fear him today a godly fear I, I'm not saying go before his throne and be fearful but just a godly fear that God means business when we pray and seek him tonight See, I think that uh, we talk about Independence Day and all the glory and all the things that's happening, but uh, our, our government doesn't care about Independence Day. They don't care about it, but let, let some pride movement happen. Uh, they'll put a rainbow flag in the White House. Uh, it's amazing that God didn't come down and just split the White House in two. I'm telling you, God's, 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 God's going to do something in church. And he's looking for you and I to be the vessels that he uses. We are told in James 5 and 16 that the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. We may not have the power to meet the president or his authority officials, we may not have that kind of power, but we can pray for them, and God, through our prayers, do mighty things uh, in their lives that would change them, to uh, uh, direct them in directions that they didn't even think they would go down because of our prayers. See, I believe our prayers can change things. I don't care who we have in the White House. God can change kings, He can change queens. He can change people's minds. He can change their ways. He can change their thought pattern. He can change it all. Why? Because He's God. God can do miracles and wonders and signs. Pray that God would give our government leaders, church leaders, and all citizens His wisdom and His knowledge. Praise be to the name of God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are His. His changes, He changes time, season. Disposes of kings and raises up others. His wisdom too wise and his knowledge too discerning. Daniel 2 and 20 and 21. Thank God that he is the one in full authority and in control of our nation. Let everyone be in subject to the governor or authorities and there is no authority except that which has God established. The authorities that exist have been established by God in Romans 13 and one. Pray that God will be done, excuse me, pray that God's will would be done in our nation. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Matthew 6 and 19. Pray that God would be, his will would be done in this nation. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I'm telling you, we got prayer. We've got ways of seeking God that God can turn a nation around if we just pray and believe him to do it. See, I believe it's Wednesday night and the greatest thing to do on a Wednesday night is to pray that God would change the direction of America tonight. Because if we don't, who will? If we don't, who will? You need to pray simply because your kids are being infiltrated with ungodly things. You need to pray that God would destroy those that, are trying to seduce our children. See, there's a lot to pray about tonight. I live in a time where I've never seen such a thing. My kids are growing in, uh, my, my grandkids are growing up in an era where they think it's normal. Truth? Our kids are growing up, our grandkids are growing up in a time where they think it's just normal what's happening in society. But you and I think it's devilish. You and I think it's nothing but a trick of the enemy tonight. He said, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Pray that our hearts and our nation would pursue righteousness rather than sin. In our courthouse, not in our courthouse, but in our capitol building in in Jefferson City, Missouri. I lived there for eight years. I was always amazed and astonished at that uh, capitol building. So beautiful. I've been on every floor. I've been on the roof of it. I've been everywhere in that place. One of the greatest momentals and one of the things that you'll see when you enter into it, it says righteousness exalteth a nation. It says it in our own capitol building, righteousness exalteth a nation. Now it don't go with, but sin condemns any people in Proverbs 14 and 34. But there was a time that our forefathers looked at America and they wanted to have the righteousness of God in their lives. And the country and everything that was established by God, they wanted it to be for God. We the people wanted it to be for God. But now, church, we're living in a time where we're losing it. We're losing control of it. And the devil has pulled out every stop that he can to try to destroy it more and more and more. Prayer of the Lord and the godly wisdom would drive out actions and our country, that fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is the understanding, Proverbs 9 and 2. Pray that each of our words would be loving toward one another and that would line up to God's word. A person's words can be lifting, life like giving water. Words of true wisdom are as refreshing as a bubbling of the brook in Proverbs 18 and 4. I wish we could show the love of God toward one another so much that the world would see our demonstration of love and that things would change. I wish we had love so much that was so powerful. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor one another. It is in itself seeking. It is not seeking. It's not angered. It keeps no record of wrong. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth, it always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. Love, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 7, never, ever fails. Pray that we would be a nation who lives up to its name of United States of America and be united in love, mind, and thought. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you would agree with me tonight, one with another, And that there would be no division among us, but that you would be perfectly united mind and thought. 1 Corinthians 1 and 2. I pray that God would hear our prayers and move in a mighty way in our nation. We do not make request of you because we are righteous, but because because of your great mercy. Lord, listen. Lord, forgive. Lord, hear and act. For your sake, my God, do not delay because your nation and your people bear your name. Daniel 9 and 19. Can I say that again? Pray that God would hear our prayer and would move in a mighty way in our nation. We do not make requests of you because we are righteous, but because of your great mercy. Lord, listen. Lord, forgive. Lord, hear us and act. For your sake, my God, do not delay because your nation, America, and your people bear your name. We may not always see the results of our prayer, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't and that we should stop battling on our knees. We should continue doing that. Remember the words of James in 5 and 6. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results if you enjoy prayer and and all the things that you do i encourage you to k- pray for america tonight we could pray for our families and we could pray for a lot of things that's going on in our world but i commend you tonight that you would pray or, that you would ask god to bless america w- once again samuel said one more time god would you just come by and allow your presence to overshadow me and, and defeat my enemies before me. And I think we need to pray, God, one more time, would you come and bless America? Bless America to where she could stop sinning, where we could be a righteous country, where we could be a righteous nation. And it almost seems impossible. When I think about it, I think, man, God, that's a big order. We've already killed 60 million babies. We've already took the commandments out of the courthouses and out of schools, and we took prayer, and there's a lot of other things that we've took out and allowed the other gods of this world to come in and have. But I still believe in the power of God. I still believe in the unchanging hand of God. I still believe that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I believe if God turned nations around before, he can turn America around. They say that we used to be patterned as a uh, little Israel and that God uh, kind of built America in that same intent and said that when Israel went a-whoring after other gods, the same thing happened to Israel. Other gods started taking the place of the big God. All these little so-called gods started be in first place, and they started putting God upon a shelf. So I want to encourage you tonight, church. America's in trouble. We're in trouble tonight. And the only thing that can change it is you and I. God simply can do anything that he wants to do. But you know what God did? He chose to th- flow through us vessels. And I believe our prayers can change the way of a nation goes. The founding fathers that started this thing out years ago, there was just a handful of men that started it. And they come to a land, and they called it America. And down through the histories of times, it stayed America for years and for years. And we're still America today because somebody prayed that God let me start a Christian nation somewhere. Organizations across America tonight has started with just a handful of people and now some of them has millions in membership today because just a few men and women got together and wanted to see a change and if we come together tonight church and start praying for our children for our grandchildren for our schools for our government officials for our nation as a whole, for the the leaders of Popper Bluff, for the leaders of the White House, for those that represent us, that goes there and speaks for us. God can change. If they need to go out, God can pull them out. Because I always say God does the hiring and firing. Would you stand with me tonight? I told Randy I wouldn't speak but a few minutes. But I believe that God's a big God that can move mountains. How many wants to see America change? How many don't want to leave this world and see the kids the way they are today? Honestly, do you want to see your grandkids facing what they're facing right now? We don't. I worry about the kids more than I do anything. Most of you are adults, you can handle it. But they're being governed. Their little minds are being transformed every day. By the spirit of Antichrist. By the spirit of this age, Satan has pulled out all the stops to try to destroy our children. And I refuse to let him have mine. And you refuse to let him have yours. And where two or three are gathered, he's in the midst. A thousand can chase one, two can chase 10,000. Where two of you agree on earth is touching any one thing, the Bible says it shall be done. And I believe that if we'll touch heaven tonight in agreement, if you would, those that would, just come up to the front, let's just, I want to pray for us all tonight together. But he said where two of you agree on earth is touching any one thing, he said it shall be done.